Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, here's your host, Jonathan Milligan. Welcome to another edition of the Simple Life Habits Podcast. Glad to have you on this journey. We have just had a blast going through the first couple of episodes of this podcast, and I appreciate all those that have been given feedback. Would love to hear from you. Just go to iTunes, rate us, give us a rating. We'd love to hear some feedback from you. And really, this has been a journey for the last couple years of me discovering how to work less, do more, and live my life with greater focus. And that is my goal, is to just share with you the things I'm learning. So today we're going to talk about an interesting topic. We're going to talk about how to deal with difficult people. And specifically, I'm going to give you six ways that you can deal with difficult people. So the question today is, where are those difficult people in your life? Are they mostly at work? Is it at home? Maybe it has to do with family or extended family in your life. You just have those relationships that they just rub you wrong. You just never seem to get along. Well, what do you do? Are there steps that you can take? Are there things that maybe you have to learn that you need to leave alone that you can't control? Well, let's dive into this topic. Let's talk about it. We'd love to hear some comments back from you and help you any way that we can. So before we dive into six ways that you can handle difficult people, I thought it might be a helpful exercise to just talk about what are those personality types. And I just jotted down five. Maybe as I go through this, you can begin to identify certain people who have a tendency to be this personality type. The first one is the negative person. This is the sky is always falling. They always seem to be the victim. Everyone else always seems to have it out for them. And you often feel like you can't get into a conversation more than two minutes without just feeling absolutely discouraged about life. And maybe that's a person who is sitting in the cubicle next to you at work. Maybe it's a good friend that you really care for, but they just always seem to be negative. But those are those negative personality types that we have to watch out for because they can drain us, they can suck the energy out of our own life and really get us discouraged. So maybe that is a certain personality type that you might be struggling with. Another one is the controlling personality. I mean, this is the person who just always seems to have an agenda. Now, sometimes these per- these these personality types are very aggressive on the outside, and they make it known what their agenda is. And other ones are very subtle. They work you into a corner. They begin to ask questions, and you wonder where this conversation is leading, because ultimately you feel like, in the end, somehow you're going to be used. So there's that controlling personality type, And maybe while I'm talking, you've even thought of some names. But how do you handle that controlling personality type? What do you do? Another one is the angry person. Now, this is the personality type that you really feel like you're walking on pins and needles. 
You always try to be real careful with your words because you feel like any slight variation of what you should have said can be misused and become something bigger than it has to be. Now, the truth is this can be difficult for people who maybe that person's your spouse or maybe it's a direct supervisor. Then dealing with that angry personality type is important that you know what to do. Another one maybe you have not thought of is the space cadet. You know, those people who just seem to live in their own world. They're doing their own thing. Nothing that you say influences them. They just want to do what they want to do. And you often become discouraged if you're a supervisor and maybe you have what you would label space cadets underneath of you. It can be frustrating because you feel like you can't make an impact. You can't. You feel like they, they don't respect you. There's no respect in the relationship. And so you quickly become discouraged because you feel like there's no influence to help you do your job well. So there's the space cadet. And the last one that I wrote down is what I just called the thumb sucker. This is different than the negative person. The thumb sucker is all about self-pity. It's the Eeyore in your life that just is always the woe is me. Things are always their fault and they're just a terrible person and they can't do anything right. And and you can quickly become frustrated because you're always trying to pick that person up. So we've hit all these different personality types. And while I'm not going to pretend to know everything about how to make these relationships better. I just want to give you some tips, some things that have helped me in the past to make these relationships just a little bit better and sometimes a lot better. So I really want you to think about these six ideas on how to deal with difficult people and how you can start using these in your life to make life work. First one, number one, assume the best in others. Now, this can be really hard for us to do, but it's an important life skill for you to master. There's something wonderful and beautiful about just deciding to assume the best in others. Often we start by assuming the worst. We often start in the deficit in a relationship with someone, especially if they've hurt us in the past or we have some had some difficulty or some drag out and we want to go in already into that conversation on the negative, on the down. But what hap- what would happen if we actually just assumed the best in others? You see, the truth is we don't always know what's going on in the lives of other people. There's this inner life that's going on that we don't always see. So sometimes people behave badly because they have deep personal struggles that are going on in their lives that we have no idea about. And so while we might feel like the brunt of the negativity, the truth is there's some deeper issue going on there. Maybe they're lonely. Maybe they're discouraged. Maybe they've got real relationship problems going on at home. So a better question for us to ask is what do I admire about fill in the blank? Or how can I assume the best in this person anyways? 
So first of all, just assume the best in others. Here's number two. Make room for other people's faults. Now this is also something that's hard for us to do. And this concept sort of piggybacks off the first point. But if you want to learn how to deal with difficult people, then you must learn the art of just making room for others' faults. We shouldn't be so quick to drop the hammer. You know, it's often discussed in the scriptures that we as humans are so quick to judge others when we've got a glaring weakness of our own. We need to make room for other people's faults. And sometimes be more critical of our own shortcomings instead of just making excuses for our own behaviors. So the question today is, are you making some space, making some room for the faults of other people? Or are you just real quick to judge, real quick to snap back, real quick to talk about them behind their back? Make room for other people's faults. They're not perfect, and neither are you. Here's number three. Let them face the consequences of their own decisions. Now, this may sound harsh, but if you really get this, it's not intended to be. You see, some of the time we feel the need to always fix other people. If someone's always angry towards us, then we feel like we've got to help them overcome their anger. If someone is always controlling, then we feel like we've got to manipulate and control them back and play their own game. But the truth is, if someone's behaving badly, the result of behaving badly over a long period of time is that they'll begin to face negative consequences in their life. And we don't have to necessarily be the one to give that those consequences to them. Just let them face the consequences of their own decisions. We want to go and fix everyone. But there's a great quote that says, When the student is ready, the teacher appears. And so as long as we are trying to go around and fix somebody who's not wanting to be fixed, it's going to, not going to work for anybody in, that's involved. We're frustrated, they're frustrated, everyone's frustrated. But we've got to learn to wait for the student to become ready. And so we allow them to go through the consequences of their own decisions. Maybe that's the best route that they need to take. And they will learn more through their own failures. Next one. Number four. Be determined to always find common ground. Do you really believe deep down that there is something that you can agree on, even with the most difficult person. I don't know that some of us always think that. But when you're dealing with a difficult person, ask this question. Where is the common ground among us? And you may have to peel back some layers to get to that common ground. But once you get down to that common ground among the relationship, then you can start to build from there. So find common ground. Number five, create distance if necessary. Now, the truth is there's nothing wrong with creating a healthy distance between toxic people and yourself. 
Now, you must do this with the right motives, and you need to have the right intentions. It's not because you're better than they are, but you do this because you choose not to let their attitudes and actions impact yours. Now, this can be difficult if you're working very closely with someone who just is difficult to work with. Maybe you really need to consider changing jobs. Maybe it's really important that you get active about getting yourself out of that toxic relationship. But the truth is you need to just really look and see if there's a way that you can create a healthy distance. Not avoid the person, but create enough distance to where you're, you're not always feeling the negativity in your life. And then number six, on the other side, I would encourage you, if you can't create distance, then number six, surround yourself with positive people. You need to counterbalance the negativity by surrounding yourself with the people who can display positive thinking in your life. That doesn't mean that they don't tell you when you need to change or speak tough love into your life. But you need to have people who are there to support you. This is going to help you from falling into the same downward spiral as others. So do you have any positive relationships in your life? Do you have anyone who you feel like can build you up instead of always tear you down? Then seek out those people and ask them to be a part of your life. So while I've gone through this talk, I'm sure you've probably identified some people that you just really struggle with. I would encourage you to take one of those tips, and just as a recap, Assume the best in others. Make room for other people's faults. Let them face the consequences of their own decisions. Don't try to fix everyone. Be determined to find common ground. Ask the question, where is the common ground among us? Create distance when necessary. And surround yourself with positive people. Start using one of those tips, if not use multiple tips, into those toxic relationships and begin to deal with difficult people. Well, that's all for this episode. Again, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. We've got so much more in store. I am excited about the days and weeks ahead as we launch more episodes and podcasts, interviews of other people who are getting things done and living life with greater focus. And that's what I want for you. I want you to make every day count. I want you to feel success in your day, not because of the amount of money that you made, but more importantly, because of the effort you gave and the fact that you're living out your dreams. So until next time, this is Jonathan, and we'd love it if you take a moment, rate us in iTunes, and we'll come back and talk to you in the next episode.